From WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. Recently, it seems there's been an increase in people talking about this thing called the yield curve. The U.S. yield curve. The yield curve. The yield curve. Wonderful. Flattening yield curve. That's the so-called inverted yield curve. Yikes. Unless you work in finance, you may be asking yourself, what in the world are they talking about? And do I really care? Well, the answer is yes, you should, because this economic indicator has for decades predicted recessions. And right now, well, we all should be paying attention. And I have the perfect people to explain to you just what the yield curve is. I'm Stacey Vanek-Smith. And I'm Cardiff Garcia. They are the co-hosts of NPR's The Indicator from Planet Money. And Cardiff, would it be saying a bit too much that you're kind of obsessed with the yield curve? No. (laughs) (laughs) I believe the question was directed at me. It's amazing. It's an amazing indicator. So important. So here's the deal. Uh, It's possible that you can say that I'm obsessed with the yield curve, but the better question you should be asking yourself, Charlie, is why isn't everybody else obsessed with the yield curve? It is a phenomenal economic indicator and one that I think has gone underrated for far too long. Okay, but what exactly are we talking about here? It's interest rates, but it has to do with a very specific type dealing with government debt. That's exactly right. So these are interest rates on government debt. That debt is also referred to sometimes as treasuries. The government can issue this debt uh, with different maturities. And that just has to do with how long it takes for the government to pay you back. So there are three-month treasuries, six-month treasuries, two-year treasuries, 10-year treasuries. And the yield curve just shows the different interest rates on that debt. So for a normal yield curve, the interest rates should be higher the longer the maturity of debt. In other words, a three-month treasury will have a lower interest rate than a two-year treasury. And a two-year treasury will have a lower interest rate than a 10-year treasury. And because of that, the yield curve is said to be sloping up. Interest rates go up the longer out you go on the curve. And the reason for that is that the government has to offer you higher interest rates the longer you give them a loan, like a 10-year treasury, because the presumption is that the economy is growing, the stock market's doing really well, maybe you're investing in real estate. Like, why would you give your money to the government if they're paying low interest rates? Yeah, exactly. There should be more exciting places to put your money. If you think the economy is growing, you don't want your money tied up for 10 years. Like, maybe it's okay to get it tied up for six months because it's seen as a safe investment. But if you think the economy is going to grow, you want your money to be liquid, not tied up in government debt so that you can invest in stocks and other things that have that will pay you more money, that will have a higher yield. Okay, so you use the word yield there. And instead of just saying interest rates like a normal person, uh, Wall Street comes up with these (laughs) other terms, uh, yield in this case, of course. So there are some other terms we have to look at now. There's the flattened curve and there's the inverted yield curve. Cardiff, what are we talking about here? Yeah, so a yield curve is said to be flattening when those longer-term interest rates start coming down towards where short-term interest rates are. And it actually inverts when long-term interest rates become lower than short-term interest rates. It doesn't happen very often, but it is a hugely significant event when it does happen. Why? Because since the 1970s, every recession has been preceded within a year by an inverted yield curve. So as the yield curve starts to flatten and gets closer to being inverted, it's something that we all should be paying attention to because it just might signal an upcoming recession. Why would longer-term interest rates be dropping? So it has to do with what people think is going to happen with the economy. Because if you think the economy is going in a bad direction, you want to put your money in a safe place where it will be secure. You want to lock in the interest rate now before it you know, goes down. You think, you think things are maybe heading in a not good direction. 
All right. So the yield curve has been really accurate about predicting recessions in the past. But is there any reason to think why that might not be the case in the future? Well, Yes. In fact, Janet Yellen, uh, former head of the Federal Reserve, actually came out to say that she thought that maybe the yield curve was not the recession predictor that it had traditionally been. And a lot of that is because we are sort of in this brave new economic world right now, because during the financial crisis, the central bank intervened in this really unprecedented way. There was so much money being poured into the economy. And the idea is that that may have sort of distorted the market to a point where traditional indicators like the yield curve might not be the accurate predictors that they used to be. So back in January, you guys actually did an episode for the indicator about the yield curve, that it was getting flatter, but it hadn't inverted. So what's the situation right now? Well, it has continued to flatten ever since then, and it is now really close to being completely flat, but not yet. It has not yet inverted. So we were worried about it back then. I think it's fair to say that we are even more worried about it now, but we are not yet at that like red light warning signal that economists worry about and that we worry about. Okay, so if it does invert, is it automatic that a recession is going to follow? Go buy a lot of bottled water and some plywood and run for the hills. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely not automatic that a recession is going to follow. For one thing, it might only invert very briefly before going back to being normal. Uh, but for another, it's really dangerous to think that something's going to behave the way it always has in the past. Things do change. That being said, it has been such a powerful and accurate predictor of recessions in the past that it's also very dangerous to assume that it will behave differently. Okay, so the, the treasury market is about $14 trillion, and that is a huge sum of money. A lot of it is actually owned by foreign governments. So in a way, if people think that long-term rates are dropping, it's like a giant sentiment analysis. It's like it's basically saying it's like a big mood ring. It's like a mood ring for financial people, because this is not something that the average person pays attention to. Well, it's people all over the world in all kinds of different countries and situations because the market for U.S. treasuries is enormous and global. And so it is like a giant international mood ring. And I think that's part of the reason why it's been such an effective predictor. Things in one country aren't going to skew it so much because it is such an enormous sample size. It is such an enormous test of how much faith people have in the U.S. economy and the future of the U.S. economy. That's also why it's totally appropriate for people to become obsessed with the yield curve. <laughs> it is the closest thing we have to a globally crowdsourced vision of the future, of the economic future. It is the closest thing we've got, even if it's not perfect. Uh, so people should at least learn about it, pay attention, and then you can have as much fun as we have talking about it. Exactly. I feel like maybe there should be some kind of a, a yield curve fan club and, you know, you could be the president. It's called the Planet Money Indicator. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. Gardiff Garcia and Stacey Vanek-Smith are the co-hosts of NPR's The Indicator from Planet Money. Thank you both for joining. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. I'm Charlie Herman. This is Money Talking from WNYC. 